Namaste, Dr. Raven Elizabeth. It has been a few weeks since my last podcast and I was super consistent for a long time and then really took July to myself and for myself and to be in relationship with myself. And my theme of July was Shakti, that divine feminine energy. And really tapped deeply into that and focused on my practice. And honestly, on the last day of the month, on July 31st, I realized the only day I didn't see patients or work or do anything for school was my birthday on the 8th. And that was it. And I was like, oh, that's, you know, it's definitely why I'm feeling pretty tired. But I also felt this sense of rebirth, rejuvenation, renewal. And it felt really good. And I had been so deep in this Shakti and this flow and went to women's circles and helped participate in a um, mermaid lounge, which was another type of kind of goddess women's circle retreat situation about a week and a half ago in Santa Barbara. And I led a kirtan and taught about bhakti yoga and this heart-based devotional love and surrender and ahata based lineage, one of the four main lineages of yoga that I've been practicing for six years now. So it was really sweet. And I did, you know, some writing, mostly school writing. So I did write some poetry. I didn't do any painting, but I spent a lot of time with Durga, my dog, and a lot of time outside with Mother Earth, Mother Love, Mother Ocean, Mother Moon. And as a cancer with a Scorpio moon, the water is so important to me. And I grew up in Michigan. Um, we have a cottage on a chain of four lakes. We had multiple boats and four-wheelers and all sorts of fun things growing up. So I spent all summer in my grandparents' pool and or at the cottage. And then I swam competitively for 12 years and rode on the crew team all through high school. So it was always water, water, water. I love water. I'm such a water person. So the Mermaid Lounge was really fulfilling as part of my summer field work as well for school. So a couple of the things, because everybody's like, around me is like, oh, you're calling in abundance in these different ways. How are you doing that? And I teach a mindful meditation on this. And it's all about raising your vibration. And one of the things that's helped me so much is, first of all, I deeply listened to my intuition and over the years have cultivated a relationship with my third eye chakra and feel the life force, the flow, the chi, the prana, everything in that third eye. And when I heard the voice that said, get your own dog, I got, my dog found me within three days and I looked at over 200. And here I adopt this mangy, skinny, scrawny, skittish dog. And a couple months later, She's filled out. She's getting a ton of exercise. She just got back from her second long walk of the day. She went running this morning. And she's doing like five plus miles a day. And I give her coconut oil and organic food and standard processed dog vitamins. And she's doing amazing. And I, she saved me more than I saved her. But it was really this sense of listening to my intuition. And that was part of what helped raise my vibration. On top of just the infinite gratitude I have for her in my life because I always grew up with dogs and big dogs and I love them so much so having that deep connection with this little wolf it's amazing and so raising the vibration and that's how I've been able to call in abundance and I still do all my rituals because I look at everything every surface has that potential to be an altar and is an altar and we can build them and create them and destroy them and make new ones. But everything is a ritual. 
And so when I hang out with friends, I'll have my whole backpack full of things and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to build an altar. And it's always really enjoyable because I'll have battles and oils and crystals and instruments and palo santo, sage, all sorts of things. And to create that container, I always want to create that safe, sacred space in that container in all aspects of my life. So my morning ritual is one of the biggest things of calling in all the directions, nine directions, east, south, west, north, above, down, inside, masculine and feminine, connecting with the ancestors of the land and of my lineage. I'm about to go into it because it's just what I do every day. And then chanting kirtan and playing the harmonium and connecting to the divine through song and mantra. There's just so many things to look at and you don't have to do any of that. You could do your rosary, you could do your japa on your mala. Whatever it is, whatever brings you into this place and this space of meditation and surrender so that you can raise your vibration. That's a big part of it, is that manifestation through high vibration. So super, super encourage you all to come up with some really simple rituals, even just setting your timer for eight minutes, 10 minutes in the morning, sitting down and meditating. Your mind wanders, fine, just go back. You're okay, you don't have to get worked up about or wonder, am I meditating correctly? Because you are and you always will. So just be connected with your breath. The breath is the living tissue, the living connective tissue of our entire universe. The collective with a capital C. So Shakti Month was really successful for me in multiple ways because I really focused on myself and then my business. And I was able to be present with two patients while they're in childbirth. And I maybe, how many, six new babies into the practice in the month of July. It was amazing. And just building that community more and more with the doulas around town, having more pregnancy patients and pediatric patients come in because I love taking care of entire families. Another part of my Shakti month was just step back into a sense of authenticity. In the past, in my old practice, it was not authentic for me at all. And I felt really disconnected from myself and from my patients I was serving. So being able to be barefoot in my practice, have my dog here who's just so chill, um, having my crystals around me so that I feel good and I feel comfortable and vibration is high, then I can best serve my patients. So it's like, I love grounding down and I love bringing energy down because that's soul and that's divine feminine for me. That is Shakti. Energy down, down, the vowels, the valleys. So important. And so pick a theme, find a ritual, stick with it. Like super simple things you can do. So important. And if you're struggling to raise your vibration, just meditating on, I am grateful for, fill in the blank, and you can repeat that over and over in your mind's eye for 10 minutes and your vibration will raise because you can influence every cell of your body with each thought. So it's so important. So the other big, big thing in the Shakti month was this wolf medicine because I've always always been so attracted to wolves from spending every summer hiking and camping in Colorado to living in Missoula 
and knowing the people that in my environmental studies department that reintroduced those wolf populations to reading all the Leopold, the fierce green fire and feeling so connected to that and really saying, oh, that fierce green fire in those wolves eyes, that's my heart and my solar plexus chakra coming together, burning. So good. And so this wolf medicine, I've been calling in, calling in, I've talked about it, I've written about it and manifested it because the night before the fire started in Ojai, I think it was December 3rd, I was going up there and to a sound bath and it was the Gemini super moon, super potent time and ended up with the other dog, Bodhi, howling at the moon at one point. But on the way there, I saw this vision of a female wolf licking pink salt off of her front left leg. I have so many dreams in my waking and night dreamlike states, if you will, waking and non-waking, ordinary and non-ordinary time with salt and this purification, this cleansing, this part of the alchemical process. So potent for me, purification. And so I really started to think about salt and I thought that was like where I was going and Carl Jung talks about salt as wisdom, not as bitterness. And I think of the salt of the earth and put salt in the wound actually helps it. And it doesn't have to be stinging. It's cleansing. It's purifying. It's protecting. It's really important. And salt to help prevent dehydration. So I'm looking at it, looking at it, these 84 minerals and this pink salt. And I'm like, what is that? Looking at the connections. Oh, I was born in 1984. I don't know. Maybe that's the connection. No, it was the wolf. And I channeled this poem that night about Wolf, and I lost it, and I was upset. <sighs> I got deleted off my phone, but it's still in my fierce green fire, in my solar plexus, and in my heart, especially when we got Durga, and she is this little wolf, and little kids all everywhere, like, it's a wolf, when I have her out walking about. And so, it leads me to this huge revelation two weeks ago, because I really resist in what I read you resist persist and it's always that go with the flow go with the flow and I'm looking at it and I'm like that's your flow I don't want to go with that flow I'll be in the flow with the universe but also the Buddha says dead fish go with the flow so like how can I subvert the flow I want to do this like I don't want to be tamed I don't want riprap around me like I'm this wild woman I want this wild river running free, that Shakti energy throughout all of me. I want that. That's who I am. So I'm in meditation. I'm in meditation. Flow keeps coming up for me, and I'm literally like, fuck the flow. Fuck the flow. I don't want this. I'm swimming against it. And it hits me like a level four rapid, like slamming into the rocks. It's bam. And the word flow backwards is wolf. And everything I've been calling in. And it's go with the wolf. That's who I am. That's the Shakti. That's the divine feminine. That's my flow. Is to go with the wolf. And not to fall into the archetype of maiden or mother. But to have that other archetype of I'm the wild woman. And that's why it's okay. Like, I don't need to wear makeup. My hair's crazy blonde, curly, wavy, and it's awesome. And I can be barefoot in my office and still be a doctor and wear all my crystals and do all my things and not even have to identify, like, as just a doctor, but as a healing artist and to teach blindfolded painting and to teach yoga and meditation and all these different modalities and to practice them and to know them and to feel them and to be in relationship with them in myself and in the relational field. And so I invite you, what are your rituals? 
What is your altar? What does it have on it? What are you inviting in? Be in relationship to that, but also be in relationship to the archetypes around you and surrounding you. They're here to ground you. Namaste.